uh, kid park my car, get my bags, and put on some weight, will you? Hey, Wang, what's with the pictures? It's a parking lot. Come on, will you? Hey, Orange Falls, I'll have a box of those. Give me a box of those naked lady tees and give me two of those. Give me six of those. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Damn! You heard the latest one about the Jew, the Catholic, and the colored boy who went to heaven? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a doozy, Judge. Colored boy. I christen thee the flying wasp. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. No, actually, I'm a rich millionaire. You see, my doctor told me to get out and carry golf bags a couple of times a week. Uh, you're a funny kid, you know. Yeah, what time you do back in boys' town? <laughs> He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about two hours. Well, you got all of that. Can you make a bull shot? Make a shoe smell? Very funny. All right, all right. Why don't you get yourself a real haircut here? I'll guarantee you'll never be a member here. Member? Are you kidding? You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? But this whole place sucks. That's right, it sucks. Only reason I'm here is maybe I'll buy it. Buy? Bushwood? Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh? <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. That's only 50 cents. Yeah, Lou raised the price of Coke. He's been losing it to track. Well, I ain't paying no 50 cents for no Coke. Uh, you ain't getting no Coke. What are you talking about? So I jump shipping on. And I make my way over to Tibet. And I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalaya. A looper? Looper. You know, caddy, looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro Jack. Now, who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, all striking. So I'm on a first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks with a big hitter. Long into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the land says? No. So we finished 18. He's going to stiff me. And I said, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. And when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going, which is nice. 
Broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. I got now, that going for me, which is nice. Show. So that that right there, Percy, that is the movie with the most greatest lines <laughs> In one film. Just not close. It's not even close. Every line's a great line. There's almost no well, throwaways. And this is what I'm thinking as I'm listening to it. I don't think we've ever discussed this. Have you ever, like, what is the best line from Caddyshack? It's almost like saying, like, what is the greatest note out of Trey's guitar ever? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you're right. But I think I might have, I think I might have something I could weigh in on. Uh, the Trey's greatest note in my mind is, uh, I think this or the single, best line. From right, well, the single greatest part for me is uh, "Slave to the Traffic Lights" ending. Yeah, yeah, that is so great. That that the, the there's a of whole community or whatever. There's a or, space in yeah. there at the end of that that just kind of makes it all make sense makes your, to me. Makes your soul open up, right? And, like, <laughs> and that's like the height. Of, yeah, that's the height of where I can. Yeah, and you have it takes a long time it's like to I'm get getting there. It. Yeah, but yeah, you, you feel the, that pipeline coming in from. And there's the other there's other moments I've had with that band that's similar, but nothing quite like that. You get that at the right time in the right space at the right moment. I think it was Indiana. The show in Indiana, the slave Which there. Which one? Uh, right, but but there was <laughs> one a dozen shows. Right? Yeah, I know that, but there was one that was just at a different level, and it was at the moment where I needed it, and it all made sense moving forward. So, see, I was thinking, is compare, comparing it to Caddyshack, though. Okay. I was thinking that uh, that first note in Mike's groove, right? When you just know what uh-huh. you're in for, and you know like what's coming for the next twenty minutes. Sure. That's so I jump ship in Hong Kong because you just you know what's coming as soon as he says. So I jump, jump ship, ship in, in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. <laughs> you know you're in for some good stuff. And <laughs> hey, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's this thing. As soon as you hear that, you know the next 25 minutes are right. going to be the good. The next 25 <laughs> minutes of your life is going to be great, and you don't even know what kind of journey it's going to be. That's my, so I jump ship in Hong Kong. (laughs) (laughs) The Camden opener. What's your favorite fiddle? Oh, I mean, Simple is a greater song than H2O, but, or I Am Hydrogen. So you're a traditionalist. You're just... Gotta go. Mike's the, the hydrogen is right. the way to Mike's do the middle, but simple right. is a better song. Yeah, I kind of feel like simple is the, you know, that's like the 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 thing that makes it different, right? So you have the traditional, and then you well, have the ending the... of simple is similar sure. to hydrogen, right? So yeah, there's hydrogen. some feeling there of that cool off period before, but it's week apart. but it's also very very different because hydrogen is such a slowed down thing compared to simple. Simple is its own thing. You know, you could get that. To, you right. never get hydrogen outside. I'm just talking of, about the end of simple. Sure. No, yeah. it's uh, it's something special. All right. So yeah. So I jump ship in Hong Kong. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. Because you just know you're in here comes it. the best speech the of best. all time, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just watching this guy a looper. And that is that that kid's one line. Is that what he gets out of that? No, he's oh. the kid that says. No, no, no. Uh, sa- I know no that, but feet. I'm saying there in that speech is the only line back. Right, his true talent in that speech is the facial expressions he's making when he's got the pitchfork in his neck. (laughs) He's got a pitchfork in his neck. 
That's what the that's the that's the whole thing. The the illusion is like what is just the idea of speaking to somebody while poking them in the throat with a pitchfork, <laughs> with a pitchfork especially when you're telling them. I a think story. you get away with that these days. No, you could not. <laughs> All right, I got a perfect starter for this week's Quizzo Trivia Podcast, episode forty-eight. Founded in Northern Ireland in 1608, the oldest whiskey distillery in the world belongs to what company, Nick? Oh, wow. 1608, Northern Ireland. 1608 in Northern Ireland. The oldest whiskey distillery in the world belongs to what company, sir? The North, the North. I should know this because uh, I feel like my ancestors have been battling over this. That's my favorite. Is when five hundred years and how am I drawing a blank? That's but that's my favorite Ted Knight moment where where he and then he gets it's just there's no, that I don't know. There's something about that that is just so organic. Like his hate comes through in that game. I genuinely think Ted Knight probably hated Rodney Dangerfield. Don't you? Yeah. Like how did he not win a Best Actor Academy Award Jeez, for that? The greatest. The greatest. I mean, you throw sixty pounds of makeup on Gary Oldman, you call him the best actor. I I'm mean, t- Ted Knight's really acting. I mean, you know, that, that, that's that's talent. That's amazing. All right, man. It's between two, and. It's just Catholics versus Protestants here, and I want to say that's that, a fun fight. <laughs> I want to say that the you're the wrong type of Christian. Oh yeah, <laughs> very much <laughs> the wrong type of Christian. <laughs> right, we're not even fighting over Christians. <laughs> we're not even it's like it's not even Jews versus Christians. No, right? It's like fighting over it's like the Yankees get versus themselves. Or they're not even playing the Red Sox. They're just playing the other Yankees. <laughs> You're the wrong type of Yankee. Bushmills. Bushmills! Did I get it? Oh, yes. yes! Why would I ask that question on the hills of Bushwood? Um, a lot of times Bye. you ask me these questions, and I'm too busy thinking of them that I don't put it together. Yeah, that it's a, that's, a lead-in. That's, that's where I went as a lead-in. I thought Bushmills that would be Bushwood. Bush. <laughs> that's right. Give oh, where you pull that connection from? That's <laughs> never, close. Never heard that one before. Hey, well, it's, it's something. All right, what do you got for me? Ooh, I said, yeah, if I had said Jameson, man, my my Catholic uh, brethren would have been. Uh, Arr. <laughs> I do love bad. that there's like religion. There's religious bad. soccer teams. Like, so I'll give you a little soccer insight. Okay. The the most intense religious rivalry in soccer is between Celtic and and uh, Rangers. Okay, and Celtic is in Scotland, and Rangers are in Scotland, and Celtic is absolutely Catholic, and Rangers are absolutely Protestant. And the colors. Oh, so once are the again, same. you've got Scots versus Scots. Scots. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Have we ever played that clip here? Oh yeah, we did. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it it's one of the classic. best. Scots versus other Scots. Yeah. Damn Scottish ruining Scotland. All right, uh, go for it. All right, award season wrapped up. <laughs> Worst one ever. Oh, what a just. Horrible I don't even year know who movies. won, dude. I don't even know who. Well, won I was going to say who was really the uh, who, who this led the way. Hardly Ben Hur. Uh, what movie won four Oscars? This is the big winner. The Shape of, of Water. The Shape of Water. You're right. right. Guillermo del Toro. He should have won uh, for The Strain. Right. Which, did you ever watch that show, The Strain? I've heard. It? I've heard it's about good. it. It's a vampire show, correct? 
Yeah, yeah. he calls him the Strigoi. <laughs> it's good. Strigoi. Yeah, I yeah. do recommend that to anybody. I do not, on the other hand, recommend The Shape of Water. Okay, no. People people have uh, waxed poetic. I do like that Keenan and Keel, that, that, that uh, Key and Peel, and Peel, I guess, is the winner, and Key doesn't have a job now? Is that how it well, goes? No, well, Peel won the Academy Award for writing. Right for writing, get out. But I think Key is the guy that I find a lot funnier in terms of like when he. he I don't know anything facial, about these guys. He's been in a bunch of bit parts and movies and stuff that I've seen, and he's he's just a he's got a very outrageous thing. And I've seen that show before. I've seen some clips of their sketch comedy show. Well, I've heard you know you're a big fan of Chappelle, right? And Chappelle has blamed them or or, or accused them of, of ripping off his. Right, but it's like, vibe. dude, Chappelle, you had the show. They were going to pay you to do it. If you're not going to do it, let somebody else do it. Right. Yeah, I mean, so I don't, I don't fault them for that. I saw those guys one time. They hosted the uh, MTV Music Awards, which that show is just awful as, as it's. A, I've never watched a minute. But of these it. two were so bad <laughs> hosting it that I just it, it never appealed to me to check, check them out. out. Anything else? They, they were so. I not saw funny. one social media clip uh, that was hysterical about like some fictional draft that they did, like a football draft, and like. Every guy had a more ridiculous name, and like where he was from and what he did got more absurd oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the whole way through. <laughs> that sounds and like it, a funny it, premise. It was. It was a very funny premise. It's you know, like they got a guy from Morocco, and like so you know how they do that whole uh, NFL draft thing where they show the guy and like hype him up. So imagine just like ten of the stupidest looking people and yeah. characters you could ever imagine. I can see it being all right. Yeah, yeah it was pretty funny. Um, right. But that movie Get Out was actually pretty good. That's what you know. Everybody said I haven't. Seen it, so I would like to. Well, you know, they said it was a horror movie. Okay. Which immediately turns me off. No, I hate horror movies. But it's not scary. Oh, well. Yeah, you're good. Okay. So check <laughs> it out. But yeah, it was, it was good to see him win. But I don't know. It was, it was, I thought, a really rough year for movies. I mean, I. How do you have Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, and Steven Spielberg all Nobody in the would. same, doing the same film, and it being that below average and still getting nominated for Best Picture? It's like. It's just like a bunch uh, of guys that are. If I have to listen to like CCR in the background and Spielberg directing another Vietnam war scene, <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, it's like, dude, right, yeah. Spielberg, we man, we get it. You've done this it. too many right. times. A lot of, Vietnam yeah. sucked. Yeah, <laughs> we get it. We, we totally get, get it. it. But Vietnam, we killed. We did that in the Vietnam's 80s. nice now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we fought them over them just giving each guy a rice patch or some crazy. Like, that's like the, it's an embarrassment the only communist over, that they yeah, really I, have I is that. just like they get a little piece of land. You get a piece of land to grow rice. Yeah, there you go. Communist. That's such an embarrassment. Kill you. How dare you get a free piece of land? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that any of that's correct. I have no real. I just know my dad did everything humanly possible to get out of Vietnam. Like his whole life was based on I'm going to die over there. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something for you. True or false? Apple employees yep. are injuring themselves at an alarming rate. It's true because they're <laughs> they're walking straight into glass. They built they built transparent glass. These are the best we've got, people. Walking right into rounded <laughs> walls, and like nine one one's been called multiple times to the Apple facility for people that have really hurt themselves. Oh, what do Apple employees and my dog have in common? <laughs> <laughs> Walking well, into glass. I mean, seriously though, ever since Jobs is gone, that thing has gone straight downhill in terms of everything. The software, the hardware. It has not gotten better. It's gotten worse. Like my voice detects. I guess it's is... not surprising though. No. When you lose a guy like that. No, he, he was, was he was a visionary that was able like what would Tesla be tomorrow if like, you know, Elon Musk was gone? It's a whole nother animal. That guy tweets a joke that's only like 
moderately funny that's been done a million times by a million comedians, and I just watched that tweet blow up. What, like, it, what been, was it? I was, I'll, I'll pull it up, but it wasn't even that good. You're talking about Elon Musk? Yeah, he, he tweeted something last night, and I got there. Uh, for whatever reason, it was in my feed, so it came up in like one minute, right? And it's always interesting to see what happens with any tweet he has and and how fast it rises. We better hope that Elon Musk has good intentions because what we're allowing that guy to get away with. Here you go. I just realized there is a jazz hands emoji, and it's the jazz hands emoji after that. 117,000 likes, 13.3 thousand retweets, and 3,000 comments. Yeah, like somehow this guy has become above the law. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you and I went to the government, like, all right, we're going to start launching rockets, okay? And then we're going to dig huge tunnels underneath all the major cities. <laughs> well, you think we could get away okay, with that? So he – I read his bio and, and a book written about him, and one of the most interesting things about it was we got – him. Oh, and we're going to sell 500 flamethrowers? or oh, How many flamethrowers? No, no. He sold 50,000 flamethrowers. Or 10,000. Oh, no, no, 20,000. He sold 20,000 20, for $500 Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're going to make flamethrowers available to the mass markets. We're going to shoot rockets into space and dig huge tunnels under major cities. Oh, yeah, no, no. We're, we're, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, okay, but I was, I was about to explain I mean, this. This is, this is important. So the reason why he was able to get the green light on all this stuff, especially the shoots rocket into space— is because prior to Musk coming in and creating SpaceX, we were relying on the Russians to launch everything. There was no functioning space program that got satellites up into the air except Russian rockets doing it. So not only did we have this insane financial gap that we were losing to competition there, our own communication satellites had to be launched by yeah, Russians. and they were charging us like $100 oh, million dollars like it, it, at, to launch a satellite right, in the You don't space. understand. You want to talk about compromising national security? Let's let the Russians launch our satellites. <laughs> that's a good idea. Let's let them not get a look at everything <laughs> that's, a good idea. that's going up there. Like, well, they're no, not going to invent. Trust, you could trust the Russians. Right. So they're not going to invent a scanning system that literally, like, soon as that puppy is up there, scans every. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's, it's insane. So we they should, were maybe like. we should keep an eye on Elon. That's all. We gotta, you know, not saying that his intentions aren't good. He's got that but smile. man, that guy is getting away with uh, whatever he wants, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Did you see what company is going to ditch the crocodile for 10 endangered species? What company is going to ditch their crocodile logo to replace it with 10 different endangered species? World Wildlife Federation Fund? No, they use the panda. That's what I thought. The WWF? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which forced the WWF to become the WWE? Correct, which I still refuse to call it. Well, you would think Vince McMahon would have more sway. Than the World Wildlife Fund. They, they did. He didn't, I can't believe he, he had the. He, he'd lost. Yeah. <laughs> they had it a long time before. That was a victory for like. But that was a like, huge adjustment. Like the WWE. It just sounded it's, awful. It still sounds awful. Yeah. I still don't like it. WWF sounds perfect. No, the company is uh, Lacoste. Oh, yeah, the, the shirts. That's the shirts. first thought I had was. But, but that you was. You know who not I think of when I think of that? My oh, dad? No. He wears Lacoste all the time. No, it's somebody you know. Scott. I, no? Uh, uh, who? It's a very the guru. Preppy. Oh, yeah. Okay, Doesn't he I wear a lot yeah, of... Yeah, he uh, does. It's a very preppy few look. A t- few times I've seen him. Yeah, Lacoste is a very that, preppy uh, brand. It's, that, it's that like, brand, yeah. It's like even higher than like Hilfinger on the prep scale. 
Yeah, I don't even think of Hilfiger as being a prep skill. Yeah, it's supposed to be like Newport, you know, wearing those outfits yeah. while you're out sailing on your yacht. Like, I used like to think of Hilfiger Cross. like that. Well, that's how they launched. I'm not yes, saying that's, that's how what they, they launched. became, but right. that's how they, they launched. They launched like Nautica. Right. And then it became like... Precisely. It became like Timberland. Right. right. <laughs> so just... I'm with you there. All right. Uh, moving on. Let me give you another one. This is an interesting one. Um, what American beer brand has called itself the Banquet Beer since 1936 in recognition of miners who used to stock it for parties? Of course. Yeah. The Banquet Beer. The Banquet Beer. And eh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's nostalgia for miners' banquets in the 1930s. You could imagine what affairs those would have been. Yeah, you know, I've, I've wondered with the banquet beer, what they were going for with that. That's why, because miners used to stock it for banquets in Golden, Colorado, where Coors was brewed. So they got the nickname the banquet beer. That's the, that's our fancy stuff. That's our banquet beer. Right, right. Right. It was good marketing. All right. All right did you see what uh, – well, I shouldn't say did you see what. All right. I mentioned award season, so let's touch on this. First animated film in history to win the Razzie for Worst Picture. First animated film in history to win the Razzie for Worst Picture. Yes. My knowledge of of uh, Sing. No, it was this year. Okay, this so just happened because they, the they do the Razzies. They do the Razzies at the Oscars, right. like right before the Oscars. They well, do Sing the is a cartoon, but I don't remember when I saw it. Maybe it was more than a year ago. I didn't think it. No, was. Sing was last season. Two seasons or two years ago. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, two years ago. Um. Uh, draw a blank, bro. The Emoji Movie. <laughs> so okay. they, they couldn't pull that off. Fully, be, fully, <laughs> fully believe it. Fully believe it. You're telling me the Emoji Movie didn't turn out good? Yeah, it's like I, the premise is brilliant. Who's the star of the, the Emoji I Movie? I couldn't tell you. The pile of shit has got to be the star, right? Oh, no, no, no. As far as which emoji, I <laughs> yeah. would have told you that instantaneously. Right. Of course it's the pile of poop. <laughs> yeah. But I thought you meant who did like the voice of the pile oh, of no, poop. Oh, no, no, no. I meant like, <laughs> like the, who the got pitched no the role of, hey, you're going to be the poop emoji. Seth Green, this is good for your career. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm glad that you used him. <laughs> no, that was the first name that came to mind as far as who would star as the poop in the poop emoji without questioning the decision for one second. So, now, What has Seth Green been doing? Have oh, you seen him in a while? He's still on Family Guy. He's getting that paycheck. Every, you think of I mean, Family Guy's syndication. The most recent thing I think of him is that great rivalry he had with E in Entourage. Yes. Probably one of my favorite sequences of the whole thing. I absolutely love that, and I I still love uh, uh what's her name, Manuel Shakiri. Is that how you say it? I think it's pretty so. good. I, I got Emmanuel is yeah, her yeah. first name, and then Shakiri. Yeah, Shakiri. So she's older. I haven't than seen me. her. I didn't know that. Oh, she's I've... older than me. Okay. She's married though. It's a bummer. Where where has she been? I don't know, but social media changes everything. I know what she did yesterday. I know what she had for dinner. You know, I know like all <laughs> so these strange. all these celebrities that were like very very relevant once in the social media sense. They can try to continue that. So you just get every everything. Like, all right, you know how I was obsessed growing up with Candace Cameron Bure, right? Yeah, I totally did see her in, in the news her. recently. Totally. In oh, love she with was her. supporting the guy from uh, Netflix who got fired. Yeah, you see that? yeah, I did. The uh, creator of Full House, Full House. and Fuller House right. got fired for inappropriate stuff, and she said, "Like, I've been here forever, forever." And he, he's like, "I thought he was gay." I gotta be honest. In, in is every... she a holy, holy roller like her brother? Yeah, yeah, that's bit, what I thought. A little, little bit, not little quite. Bit. No, not nearly as you know, whatever. Very normal, and she's like a total Kurt. sports mom. 
total sports mom. So her husband is uh, Valerie Bure, former NHL star. Oh, Valerie? Yeah. Not Pavel? Not Pavel. No, Valerie What are they, Bure. brothers? Yeah, they're brothers. Who was better? Pavel. Okay. Pavel Bury was like a stud scorer. Right. Valerie Bury was more of an enforcer. He's, okay. He's like I remember a, him scoring like 50 goals in a year. He's a big blonde almost. dude. Trust me. Like, she didn't do bad. And well, he that's, was a professional That's funny because I always thought she was married to Pavel Bury. No. Uh, and, and they have three kids and they all play hockey. So, like, everything. She's hockey mom. Like, it's all taking her kids to traveling hockey and, you know, hockey, 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 hockey. Her and Sarah Palin. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, so, it's so funny, too, because... I really love her, and I I still, like, have a lot of uh, affection for her from her being, like, my first real first crush. But I could never, ever, 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 ever have given her what this dude puts up with in terms of just the amount of stuff. Like, What do you mean? From the moment the sun gets up to the moment, like, they go to bed, their lives are just constantly filled with all these things to do and no break from it. And it, it seems like, I don't know how... You could handle that. <laughs> Just, uh, you should come over to my house on the weekend. I don't know how you could handle that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like any of like, you could handle that. I, I don't like understand a, how the person. It uh, is a constant uh, yeah, yeah, of perpetual know. motion. Right. No, I guess I believe it. But uh, she's she's in that, and I'm happy that she found a guy that could handle it. That's I why they invented so. happy hour, I think. is. <laughs> it's like, can I get till 5 p.m.? Yeah, well, I you know I, I do I do think that there is a little bit of that, and especially like if if you're around teachers who like to play Quizzo a lot, and you ever see them out playing a Quizzo game, it's like whoa, they're all letting loose because what they got to deal with. <laughs> One of the great things about teachers playing Quizzo is if you happen to run into a situation where it's like a Thursday night or something, for some reason they're off the next day. Oh, it's you, on. You get, them, you get them at like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's the best. They forget to eat dinner and oh, it's like, just, start dancing oh, in between them. I have been there so many nights. I have tons of teachers that only play in those circumstances because they'll never right. play during the week. Right, because 10 o'clock is too, too right, late right. for them to get And home. they got homework to do and whatever else. But, yeah, you get that. You get that Thursday, like Good Friday, Thursday uh, yeah, Good yeah. Friday. Yeah, Woo! that was the one I had. I was, it was a few months back, and girl called up to me. She's like, "Can you play Paradise by the Dashboard Light?" <laughs> I was like, "Honey, by the time that song is over, you won't still be standing." Yeah. Up. <laughs> like, your your friends are trying to drag you out of here. I only say that because it's not my regulars. All right, we're going to do one sports back and forth because remember, we got to do a shortened podcast today just by a little bit because we're running over and uh, we're already at 12, uh, 2.50 and we haven't even gotten past Well, let me give yet. you one. Give me one. And I'll give you one back because okay. i got a quick one here for you. Yep. Did you see who the new pizza sponsor of the NFL is? I did not, but I know it ain't Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John's. Did you see uh, Peyton just sold all his Papa John's? Oh, that makes He's total out. sense. Oof. Sorry, yeah. Papa. Like, uh, going to go Domino's? The other one. Pizza Hut? Yeah, Pizza Hut. Of course they are. We'll, st- we'll step up. It was literally eight hours later. You think Papa John's wants to be the official pizza sponsor of Atlantic City Football Club? We can find out. Let's find out. All right. Moving on. I'm going to give you this one. A term most famous, uh, most infamously applied to English soccer fans in the 1970s. What type of sports fan is associated with violence in sports? Uh, hooligan. Hooligans. Absolutely. Almost needed that again. There's my. Uh, it's got to be that. Let me see here. Where are you at with snacks? 
you know, you seem like much of a snacker to me. You're, you're more of like a meal to meal. That guy. is where I'm at. Yeah. I don't snack I at all. I never see you snack. Occasionally, I'll have like a a small like piece of chocolate, like maybe like a. I do that at night sometimes before bed. A little bit like of dark. It's a, all dark chocolate now. Yeah, I don't do too. any milk chocolate, but it supposedly has some benefits, and I do get a boost from it for a short period. Uh, occasionally, I do I will almonds have fruit. at Quizzo. Yeah, I have nuts, uh, but I I like fruit now. Raspberries is my favorite. I don't eat thing. dinner midweek until late, so I'll kiwis. Do I like kiwis a lot. I like raspberries. I'm trying fruit as much as possible. I'll even do a uh, I'll even do a, a mango and go through the trouble of pitting a mango. All right, well, check out this roster of snacks here. Okay, whose top five snacks are in order? Number one, honey buns. Number two, dark chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups. Number three, Chester's Hot Fries. Number four, Lay's Dill Pickle Chips. Oh, my God. And uh, did I say that was four? And number five, Rice Krispies Treats. How would I know this? Like, Think about the question. Think about the round. We're in sports. So I try to teach people. Okay. When you, when you say to yourself, how would I know something like this? Think about the round. Sure. What round are you in? We're in sports. Okay. What, what am I asking you about? You're asking me about uh, a celebrity, an athlete. I'm asking you about an athlete. Who likes those snacks. Right. So what do you think of the world of sports? Okay. Do you think of... I, I think of Damon Harrison, whose yes. name is Snacks. <laughs> right, right. Right. So that's how hard I'm working for you guys. I'm not only finding out... You're trying to answers. find out what snacks got, his snacks are? I got his favorite snacks. You know I know him, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been on... So anyway, the answer is Snacks show Harrison. Back, he's been on the show back-to-back back years. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and we've had a friendlier conversation this snacks? year. No, you know what's funny about that? Like, he was incredibly well-dressed, wearing, like, a really nice – and he didn't eat anything. And we have a lot of food there. But, no, he didn't eat anything. Because you didn't have uh, Chester's Hot Fries. You ever heard of those? You yeah, know what I they have. are? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Those are, like, like – those are one things that's, like, if you eat one of them, the Andy bag caps. is just gone. You somehow need to finish the bag. Uh, all right. Let's move on to geography history. Real quick, though. Have you okay. seen Dark Chocolate Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Did you I, even know they had those? I – Assume they went that direction, but the thing is, like, I, I'm not such a huge peanut butter. Oh, that's my, Here, here's that's the thing. my favorite. Here's what I love. I love real peanut butter. Sure. I don't love that peanut butter. There's this weird taste I get oh, in those. Oh, man. That just I used isn't... to dream of just getting that peanut butter in a jar so I could put nah. that on my sandwiches. I don't, uh, yeah. I, I like different kind of peanut butter, and I especially like jelly. I do miss peanut butter and jelly, believe it or not. That's weird, but it's true. What I do like mean you it. miss it? I don't eat it anymore. Oh, yeah, it's, no. it's something that I think I used to have a lot of, you know, when I was a kid growing up. And like the last time I, I finish about, about three peanut butter a... sandwiches a week because my kids don't finish them, so I just am nah. like sitting there. Just... Kids all cheese sandwich, so she doesn't like peanut butter and jelly. All right, uh, let's move on to geography history. What South American country defaulted on a portion of its national debt in 2014, placing it on the brink of bankruptcy? Venezuela. Argentina. Oh no, I didn't. That's didn't surprising. See that. Yeah, 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 I thought they were doing well. Then I thought everybody would put Venezuela, but right, that's that's a weird thing. I assume like, Argentina is one of those like best kept secrets that you get down there, and it's beautiful. They got a big beef industry. Great chefs are Argentinian. The wine is very underrated from there. Just, I buy a lot of wine from South America. We have a really South weird America. history with there because, like, I think we kind of let them install a brutal dictator for a little while. And we were kind of cool with that because he wasn't a communist. <laughs> so I think that that, uh, that caused a, a major, major uh, issue. But, uh, yeah, in 2014, apparently they went on the uh, – they got out of it. They, they got some uh, IMF uh, 
funding to get themselves out of it. So it never went bankrupt. But uh, Argentina, you would think, was probably the one doing the best in South America. And a few short years ago was going through major financial issues. Venezuela, I don't even know if they have anything to bankrupt or to get back from bankruptcy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, well, throw one back at me, Geography History. We'll wrap it up with uh, two entertainment questions and call it a day on the Quiz of Trivia podcast. Sorry, folks, if we're cutting you short, but it's a nor'easter here. You're getting a nor'easter All right, I got a couple of quick things here. The most recent country to uh, allow women to um, join the military. Did Hmm. you see this? I didn't. I did not see that. I saw the the recent country uh, for driving. Well, what's funny is same country. Yeah. Oh, Saudi so Arabia. So you want to drive? Get in the, grab a gun. Join the military. Better get better get a gun going. <laughs> well, think about it. There's a good chance they're going to need every last person they can get <laughs> at some point in time. You'd have to figure out the whoa. How did that happen? So my my mic. I just don't know. Kicked in. That. I went the wrong way with the, the mic control thing, and I just dropped off the face of the earth for a second. And did you see who the newest eight-foot statue in Washington, D.C. is? Did it not. was unveiled? Nope. So you think of the great people in Washington, D.C., you know. Sure. I do know that in Lexington, the- Virginia, like a few hours south, we could have stayed at the General Lee Hotel. So that's, I'm sure, a uh, Yeah, a that's very- big there. That is big there. <laughs> Well, it's Washington and Lee College, right? Named right. after the guy, and like I don't know, like where do you stand on Robert E. Lee? Like, is that where do I stand on him? I mean, should we be allowing conversation about that dude, or should we be like, you're not allowed to talk about that guy? No, I mean, I think the guy defended his state, and he was a Virginia guy, and he no question. You know, I think he was a, a, a brilliant war leader, but no, I was on the wrong side of him. So and, and he turned down. It's funny because he turned down the job, right? And Grant's he gra- he graduated West Point number one. Right. Guess who was last? Was it Grant? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it might have been a class of eleven. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to look at that, but Still, the fact he was that he first. Was the other guy was last. So yeah, yeah. Just same. Yeah. So you think of Washington D.C. and all the great places and monuments you could go. The Lincoln Memorial. You have got the Washington Memorial. Sure. Jefferson Memorial. Sure. Vietnam War Memorial. And now you can go visit an eight foot bronze statue right on Pennsylvania Avenue, just steps from the White House. Of their former mayor. Marion Barry? Marion Barry. <laughs> what? Yes. There's I'm a, telling you, I don't make this stuff there's up. There's an eight-foot statue. Eight-foot bronze statue, Marion Barry, of the man, Pennsylvania Avenue. Of the man I watched on, on video. camera as a child <laughs> yes. living there for the summer when that broke, smoking crack cocaine with a prostitute. I knew you were going to love it. They have an eight-foot <laughs> statue of this bronze guy. Statue. Is he smoking crack <laughs> right. with a prostitute? I was say, what in is in the backdrop of the? Is it the prostitute leaving the hotel room? Is it the dresser, uh, which is cocaine? Uh, <laughs> but can you believe that? How does that stuff get? Um, I I now am living in a different world. Yes, uh, you're. <laughs> I know. Next time I'm in DC, though. Kids, you want to go Lincoln Memorial? Yo, no, 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 no. You, uh, no, we got to go I, visit. You know, I don't like kicking Barry. guys when they're down and whatever. But like, don't be, don't go back to being mayor after you've had yes. that. Like, if you would just disappear, and they elected from that, him, right? Oh, they're yeah. right back in. Oh, you out of jail? <laughs> I'm 100 percent with you. You don't kick somebody when they're down, but you don't run for mayor again after being caught on video. Right. You could go to rehab and be like, and I'm just trying to say, you know, sure. be a good guy and yeah. run a charity. Sure. Any of that. Yeah. No problem.
but you were on camera in an FBI sting smoking crack with a hooker. And now, and that wasn't the first time you were there. You had a very friendly relationship with her. You were all comfortable, settled into a whole routine. And now you have a place to go visit him. Well, do you uh, think drug deals get done there? Is that where you go? Yo, meet me <laughs> yeah, at the Marion Barry statue. <laughs> Is that oh the greatest? My. No, that's <laughs> not the greatest. That's the opposite of the greatest. I would, yeah, you know, I was, I was thinking like, you know, maybe it's. Think of all the great Civil War, like Medgar Evers, right? Like I was thinking somebody like that, like, oh, great. You know, a statue of somebody that was sort of an underrated civil rights campaigner or somebody that's really and... – No, Marion Barry. Maybe, right, he, so, maybe uh... he was. Maybe I don't know enough about him outside of the time I watched him smoke crack with a hooker on television. I guess I'm wrong. All right, before we get snowed in here, let's yep. go to entertainment. I got one for you. Talk about uh, something that's just so bad, right? Okay. That's just universally known right. as the worst Oscar dress of all time. Do you know who yeah, wore Bjork? Bjork. It's not even the a swan question. dress. Yeah, the swan dress. Are you kidding just, me? Of course I know just, who that is. I don't even have to think about how that. How bad is your dress that after 90 years of Academy Awards, nobody has to think for two seconds about who well, had the worst dress? But the thing is, it's, it was so bad, it was amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's also. Name the second dress you think of at the Oscars. You probably couldn't even there's do not it. A, there's right. not even a number But two. it's like, if you'd be like, name one dress you've ever <laughs> right, seen at the right. Oscars. Be, yo, Bjork Swan dress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless like, somebody shows Ellen, up wearing meat. Did you see what Ellen came like out wearing, wearing the uh, swan dress? What she hosted? That was really funny. You said strikes me as She came out like wearing a swan just like all around. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that that, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see if I got one more entertainment for you before we call it a day. Um, all right, what pop star began her career playing Cat Valentine on the Nickelodeon series Victorious? One more time. All right. What pop star began her career playing Cat Valentine on the Nickelodeon series Victorious? Now, here's what I ask this question. My kid is obsessed with a show that was on, like, Nickelodeon or something like that, right? It's totally done for kids, not even old kids. And the girl who starred in the show, which ran three or four seasons, is now trying to, like, break into a pop career. And, like, I again, my daughter made me follow her on my Instagram feed so that she could see everything this person's doing – and I'm watching her little journey to try to become a pop star, and there's nobody that's paying attention. <laughs> and, you know, it's amazing because you know somebody sold her like, oh, you'll be the next Ariana mm-hmm. Grande. You'll be the, you'll be the next uh, Jessica Simpson. You'll be the next whatever. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had more of a uh, – I'm just going to guess Demi Lovato. Ariana Grande. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed her, but I had like four or five of those pop stars that I was – Yep. So there's a kind of in the right time period there. There's a fair number of them that come for that. Obviously, got Miley Cyrus is you know, but Ariana Grande and Miley Cyrus, you have to imagine, are two of the biggest pop stars on the planet, right? Oh yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. They both came from that weird child acting thing going on. So Nickelodeon's still producing. It's like the minor leagues for or pop Disney. Stars. Yeah, basically. All right. You want one more? You want to give me one more before we? Uh, call yeah, I got back? one for you. What rock band? Name two consecutive albums after Marx Brothers movies, and I'll give you the name of the movies if yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. Here you go, A Day at the Races, and A Night at the Opera. Oh, Night at the Opera. Um, geez, I I I know this. I know this. Is it Fallout Boy? No, before those guys. Nah, Queen. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They ate the races the night at the opera. It's a tough one, but interesting. No, I don't, I don't know what the, what the thing was with uh, Freddie and the Marx Brothers. But. I have a queen outro. That would, be, that would be such a fantastic thing if I had a queen outro. I could, I could edit one and retrospectively put it in there. But uh, you know what? This is good enough. This is good enough. All right, everybody. Have a good one. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.